0: You're listening to the Lux Lounge podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate. And now, here are your hosts, Joe and Dave.
1: Hey, Dave, how you doing? Podcast number 18.
2: Podcast number 18 for the Lux Lounge.
1: Lux Lounge. This is Joe Pascal, here, Urban Lux Real Estate, with Dave Westbrook. How are you guys? Not as good as you are, my friend.
2: <laughs> no. How long were you gone?
1: Five weeks. Was, uh, you remember Groundhog Day? We're like, it's going to be a cold one out there. And he hears it every day. Yep. Well, when you were gone, it was a hot one every, every
2: day. day. <laughs> I know. We had to wear sweatshirts at night. It was getting chilly over there. Yeah,
1: I took a couple trips. I did uh, I did Hawaii and Manhattan Beach. So I was in L.A. County. You were down in uh, Orange County. Yep. Um, tell us about your trip. I really want to hear about it.
2: So we, uh, we get out there. We got to rent one of our favorite houses that we haven't been able to rent for the last few years. It's on Balboa Island on the uh, Grand Canal. Um, we had some friends that were out there for the same length of time that we were. Some other friends that came out for a couple weeks that stayed right down the canal. So just a lot of like riding bikes to the beach and um, you know kids goofing off, paddle boarding, kayaks. Um, kids actually did something really interesting. They were picking up seashells on the beach, drawing on them. And selling them to people walking by the house. <laughs> and we, to, we were joking. And in the first day, they sold $50 worth of shells. Wow. And so they decided to donate all their money to the uh, Pacific Marine Mammal Center, which helps six seals out in the wild. And, they re- and then they put, um, bring them in, get them better, put them back out. So me and the other dad said, hey, we will match you for whatever you guys can make. And then we'll go at the end of the trip and, and turn them in. worth of seashells they sold, just (laughs) drawing on a seashell and a marker. These people were walking by, they'd be like, oh, I don't have any cash on me. My wallet's in my car, you know, kind of like the old excuse, like, say, sorry, kid, I'm not going to buy your stuff. Would go back to their car and come back to buy the seashells. It was unreal. But Braden was out there selling. And so their donation ended up being uh, a little over 700 bucks between us matching them. And we got to go and get a behind-the-scenes tour, and they were just blown away that, you know, these kids all under 10 years old could raise that kind of money for them.
1: Wow. It, it, it's, uh, it's funny how people love—my daughter does the uh, donation uh, lemonade stand in our neighborhood, and it's funny. People drive by and give her 20s, and they don't want the lemonade.
2: Yeah, that was happening, too. People were just like, hey— I you think got, everybody's keto
1: great. in my neighborhood. so uh, <laughs> But they didn't want to donate
2: crazy right i never match anymore because i've been down that road yeah i was like wait you sold how much uh but no it was fun and um you know ate at some of our favorite restaurants i was traveling back and forth a little bit make sure we caught our soon-to-be champion phoenix suns in the playoffs
1: uh not after last night
2: yeah no it was brutal uh,
1: so we have season tickets here erwin Lux does and uh we try to get to as many games as we can i got to see a playoff game on father's day did a father's day game with luke's so yep that was, that was one your tickets thank that was you a very much that was a lot of fun. That was a, and the crowd was crazy. Um, and those terrible towel things they leave on the seats, they hit you in the eye when people mm-hmm. are spinning them. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm like, more pom pom, less rodeo.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Braden and I were at the last game, and uh, he was like, really wanted to get up on the Jumbotron, and we ended up getting up there twice. And all his clients and friends, and then say, hey, I just saw you guys on the Jumbotron. It was great. We had a good
1: time with it, though. The gift shop was, I mean, you, they only had smith jerseys left when i got there for those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do we have a smith on the team well we went to that first finals game and there was no finals gear in uh in the team shop yeah not one not nothing.
1: nothing nothing i don't think i think it caught him completely unprepared right so uh but it's glad to see you know i've been i remember the 93 sons i'm that old mm-hmm. um so when i was a kid they had uh barkley and and uh Dan and and they they're cutouts. yeah they they cutouts in my uh entryway at my at my junior high so you could kind of mark your height to, to these oh guys, yeah yeah, yeah. I do remember those yep yeah kind of fun and uh, but the, yeah that was probably the most memorable part of it because I had to walk into school every day and saw those giant cutouts but they were life size you know so you'd kind of mark that you were you know, up to their waist <laughs> <laughs> in seventh grade uh, but I'm real excited about it my daughter's really into it. So we had to, you had some Urban Lux um, swag made up with some Suns logo stuff on it, and yep. she won't take that stuff off.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, she's loving it, and I wouldn't think my eleven-year-old daughter would, but she's uh, totally into it. Um, the boys are are pretty excited about it too. Um, that Mom is, is going tonight to the uh, home run derby in in Denver. Oh, interesting. It's funny. when You start taking your kids to stuff like they start take as they get older and then become adults. They start taking themselves to stuff. <laughs> like,
2: like, I'm glad you're doing that. That's great. That the, I think what the Suns have done is kind of brought our city together for for basketball. You know, they whether they're fair weathered fans or not, there's a lot of Suns fans out in the valley right now.
1: Well, it got people out too because with COVID, I mean, Phoenix never really closed, but as far as events were going, it was kind of shut down. I've got a couple clients that are in, in the event business, and it's really you know when they've packed the stadium because we were one of the first ones to let everybody in. Uh, or at least a big 10,000 people or whatnot.
2: Yeah, and it kept jumping up per game pretty quick. I mean, we got to full capacity fairly quickly.
1: Yeah, and it's it's roaring in there. If you haven't been to a Suns game, it's funny because coming from Chicago where every game was just a brawl and loud and your car would get broken into and be drunk people all over and just craziness, you know, you come to Arizona and everything's pretty darn calm. I mean, Cardinals games can get out of hand, but even Coyotes hockey I had season tickets for five years and it's pretty calm.
2: Yeah. You know, you're like, is
1: somebody going to yell? We just scored. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we, uh, a buddy of mine and I went up to L.A. for game five of the Suns Clippers. And it's kind of a last minute decision, but we got some good tickets at a fairly inexpensive price. But that was the first time I've ever been in an opposing team's stadium where I'm a hardcore fan for the visiting team. I'd be scary there. I was worried for you. It. <laughs> it was interesting. But it was a lot of fun. It wasn't too bad.
1: Uh, yeah. So I uh, love having the sports here, but let's get back to your vacation. So a lot of people in Arizona, I mean, the funny thing is if you want to find a realtor in August in Arizona, go to California. That's where they all are. Uh, Cause it's our slow month and uh, typically people leave, but you make a habit of getting out for a month and a lot of people do. So a lot of our clients, and if you're not from Arizona, um, you might not understand, but like I was in Manhattan Beach. And I was talking to a woman and she owns a shop in Manhattan Beach and Newport. And it's also in Coronado. And I go, Oh, we go to your shop in Coronado. She goes, Of course you do. You're from Arizona. <laughs> she goes, You guys take over the entire island. And Coronado is an island in the Bay, uh, in San Diego Bay. Uh, but it's true. You go there a certain time of year and it's just purely Arizonans.
2: Yeah. Especially San Diego. I mean, I grew up as a kid. We went to San Diego. Uh, Newport, I think the more, you know, my wife's from there. Uh, it's just so much. I feel like it's so much better because you've got the harbor. You can rent the little Duffy boats. You can dock and dine. You can, you know, just cruise along. You can rent a big yacht. You can do all the stuff. And the beach is right there. And, you know, it's just, it ends up being a great family vacation for us. And we just kind of settle in, make it our second home. Yeah.
1: Uh, we do uh, LA. Well, we do San Diego County when we bring the kids. But when it's just Mary Kay and I, uh, my wife, we go to... Oh, I got married this summer. I was just going to
2: bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> we did.
1: We got Maui'd, I guess they say. At the Grand Wailea at Maui. That was fantastic. Um, uh, two weeks there. We got back. Then we took a little private, little vacation with all the points we had from Hilton. Uh, we went to Manhattan Beach um, and uh, then ended up going to Terranea in uh, in Palos Verdes. I had lived there when I was a kid. Now, we like Manhattan because... Um, it's L.A. County, so you can go shopping, and there's just tons and tons to do. Of course, Newport's the same way, uh, but we wanted to go to Abbot Venice is overrun by every old Winnebago um, and school bus, and people are living in them. <laughs> <laughs> and the city actually gives you utilities to hook up to. Uh, so oh, it's wow. very homeless-friendly to the point that the shops that we usually went to, they just closed down because the, their whole street had been taken over. So they just shut down. So it was kind of sad to see some of that happening, but we did have a good time shopping. Uh, if you don't know anything about Kinney, that's in Venice Beach, California. Kinney was Washington Street, now they named it Kinney. It's where Gold's Gym is, and a bunch of boutique restaurants, a bunch of really great uh, pop-up shops. So even like Adidas store there makes, they have stuff made from Adidas that only sells in that store worldwide you can only buy it there it's made just for that store so it's their boutique district uh so vince clothing and all those types of things and uh, louis vuitton all that just all pops up and it's just a very limited selection of this line, so we went there shopping, and my wife, and you know her, and, and the the audience out there doesn't, so to get a flavor of my wife, I take her shopping, and she just destroys the credit card that day, <laughs> uh, and the next day, I said, you know, we're going to go to Palos Verdes. it's all cliffs, really kind of beaches, all multi-million dollar mansions on the overlook in the ocean, and at the end of it, when I lived there, there's a long hike and mountain bike trail, uh, you can walk down tide pools, uh, really interesting coastline, and there was an old marine land, like a sea world that had been closed down I think in the 70s or 80s. Uh, and that was at the end of the beach line. So I take her. I go, we're going to go hiking. It's about four miles. We're going to end up at this Marineland thing. We'll go around there. We'll go look at... Well, they turned into Terranea, which is like a five-star resort. Britney Spears had just checked out that morning. Unfortunately, the shopping was really good there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rosé was flowing. And they put lemonade in the rosé. Oh, like that's a nice. Like spritzer. Yeah. Really nice. <laughs> uh, so even going hiking with my wife turned into a credit card destruction a little bit of alcohol day. Uh, in fact, I'm wearing these kind of tight young guy pants today that I'm not sure I should wear. Right.
2: <laughs> well, Get a couple of drinks in you, We can talk you into anything. You'll spend anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They had a Tom Ford shop. What was funny? It's for wearing sunglasses.
2: There you go. Um, but uh, you know,
1: the bringing it back around is if you live in Arizona, you travel. It's a really easy place to travel. A lot of people who have to work around the country and travel a lot live here. It's not uncommon to have clients that leave on Monday, come back on Friday, even if they live in California. It's just yeah. our, pri- our taxes are better. Our prices are better.
2: It was interesting. I got out there and you know, was planning to at least be there for a couple of weeks. And then a friend of mine, or a guy that I've known you know since, uh, since we were in middle school, we have a mutual friend and he was looking to sell his house. And I talked to him right before we left and he calls me up. He says, hey, uh, are you available to come over tomorrow? Um, we're starting to interview agents and we want to make sure that we meet with you. And I was like, huh, I thought we were about 10 months out. And I asked him, I was like, are you guys planning on listing the house, you know, in the next week or so or, or you know, sooner or you still want to wait 10 months? And he's like, no, we want to make a decision by next week. So I jumped to the car and drove home. <laughs> That's how good of a, of a listing it was. Um, and came home, got it, blew every other, every other agent that they talked to out of the water um, with our wonderful pre-listing packet and sent everything over. And um, they were really impressed that I came home from a vacation just to meet with them.
1: Well, my next podcast, number 19, is going to be about uh, don't be fooled by marketing strategies. Uh, And I went to a listing appointment yesterday, yesterday, Saturday, Saturday, I went to one. um, And he was thinking about one of these gimmicky kind of real estate uh, advertisements that we're seeing all over the place right now. This is the first time ever in real estate that we're seeing Realtors act like attorneys with the billboards and the TV advertising and the gimmick and the, the eagle and all this crap mm-hmm. <laughs> that you, you see in, with attorneys that really bug the hell out of you. Uh, but realtors starting to do it. So he was like, What's the difference? Why wouldn't I go with one of them? And I had to kind of show him. And again, I'll go to the next podcast. That's what I'm going to do that one on. It's, it's kind of what we realtors really do. Um, and I, like you said, our listing presentation packet um, kind of, it's I, what I like to call a, a shotgun. I and mean, We hit every point that you want to talk about, that you're concerned about, that you can market in every avenue, all at one time. We don't trickle in. And one of the things that irritates me about realtors is, I'm going to get your listing and I'm going to do a little bit. And then a week later, I'm going to say, oh, it's not selling. Can you reduce the price? I'll do a little bit more. I'll do a little more advertising or I'll, I'll start calling agents or why didn't you just do that in the first place? that's what drives me crazy. So we do that in the first place. Urban Lux Real Estate really likes to treat every listing like it's a $5 million listing. Presentation pack, it looks like that, really shows what we're going to do. And we do everything day one. Absolutely. In fact, I heard you got an upcoming listing that's not even on the market yet. And it's a big whopper of a house. And you're getting an offer before you even put it on the market.
2: So that's the listing I drove back for. Oh, wow. So again, you know, 100% worth it. Uh, got it, and then we—it's on coming soon right now, and the offer just hit my inbox. Wow, good so for them. It looks like a good agent to work with. She seems very communicative already, and uh, you know we'll see if we can put it together. That's uh, worth driving back
1: for. Yeah, that was a two point two point nine five. Wow, in Arizona, it's a big one. If they come from California. That was a shack.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's a nice. It's uh, just under fifty five hundred square feet on thirty thousand square foot lot, four car garage, newly built in twenty nineteen. Wow, oh,
1: that's nice, something that new. Yeah, The um, we've got, it. and it's funny because I am sitting here, and I don't know, it's because I haven't been working in a while with all these trips we were taking, um, but I've got like five or six listings to come on in the next couple of weeks. So it looks like we're putting some stuff on, but again, listings are going just as fast. My buyers under 450 are still up against 10 or 12 other offers. Um, It is noticeable, though, that over 500, if you're way overpriced, you're not going to get shown. Yeah. And I think four months ago, you probably would have.
2: Yeah. And I think, I mean, this is a tough time because I feel like a lot of people are taking their summer vacations, even buyers, you know, um, for, around 4th of July is always a tough time to get stuff sold. Um, so we're, but, uh, you know, we're busy. We're, we're fortunate here at Durban Lux.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've done a good job here. Our agents are very well trained. Um, put it a, a couple more on last week. And I think that's why they came over, because we were our dedication to training and and really holding their hands. This is the only business where you've, yeah, Brian Buffini is a a trainer, uh, likes to say it's the only business where you play and never practice. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) So just so you know, with all of our agents, um, the leadership team here takes us very seriously that they do a good job. And uh, we sit on every buyers, we sit on what they're listing and presentations. No one does anything kind of alone here. Uh, so you always have a couple agents or a broker kind of looking over everybody, um, and it, it really pays off because our numbers are phenomenal. One hundred percent, yeah. And and I actually like the people we work with.
2: That's even the better part. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be able to like coming to work.
1: Yeah, and uh, having that good why, and everybody here is kind of good, honest why of what they're in business for. This is a business again where you get a lot of people who say they're realtors and actually don't do any work. Uh, I take my listing on Saturday. A realtor called me and. They were just jumping up and down, like, you got a listing? I'm like, yeah, I've got like five coming on. They're like, how do you get those? I'm like, you've been in business like 15 years. <laughs> how do you not know where your business is coming from or have that kind of communication with your clients?
2: Yeah, it's again, yeah, feel very fortunate. Um, and it's tough to be a newer agent in this market. So, you know, with the training and everything, we're able to, we have all of our new agents are doing really well.
1: Yeah, and bringing us in really brings the weight to it. You know, brings uh, all of the years of experience that we have and get to help our agents out with. So uh, we're still hiring here. If you know our, our realtor or know anybody in Arizona, uh, we just started hiring again this year as we s- slowed down with a little inventory, gave us a time to bring some more people on.
2: Yeah. In fact, we're actually open, getting ready to open up that uh, Oh yeah, that second office here soon.
1: Yeah. We're pulling permits right now. I'm not happy about the permit part. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are going to open uh, right now. Uh, we're in Old Town Scottsdale. Uh, at 5th and Marshall. 5th Avenue Marshall is kind of a historic corner in Arizona. Always has been uh, the shopping district of Old Town. And we're opening now on the other side of Paradise Valley. So we're kind of sandwiching Paradise Valley at uh, Shea and Tatum. Yeah, super excited. Uh, we open near Cartel Coffees and Chop Shop.
2: Right. Sell places. <laughs> <laughs> well they got the screamery up there too. So I <laughs> feeling like a sweet treat. <laughs> the the, the landlord's like, "Have you
1: been to Screamer yet?" <laughs> like, no. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go right now." <laughs> I think he's he a landlord, he gets a discount. Oh, nice. free ice cream! <laughs> he said, "I can't come here without going to Screamer." So good for him. <laughs> yeah, my kids love it up there. Oh, I'm trying to lose some of that like COVID weight. Um, for the wedding, I, I toned down a little bit weight-wise, and then the, of course, I just ate the entire time I was in Hawaii. Yeah. But Hawaii was beautiful. Um, you know, they, they just relaxed some of their COVID restrictions. Arizona, it's kind of funny when you travel from here that you go to places that still require masks and whatnot. And, um, and that Adidas shop on Abikini, mask required.
2: Yeah. We were out in California, and it started initially when we got there. They had masks, and we had it for about a week, and then they started lifting the restrictions. Yeah,
1: Terrain A was why open. Um, that was that resort. and only resort i've ever been to with two bugattis in the valet ah so that's... my porsche wouldn't even get parked in the circle it'd be like way in the back <laughs> lot
2: <laughs> the valet probably drives the porsche <laughs> uh, but i think we
1: should gotta do a company outing there yeah flying long beach uber over some views some hard working <laughs> yeah
2: some rosé and lemonade
1: I'm thinking spa treatment. If we're not bringing the wives, this is just for the guys. Oh,
2: perfect. <laughs> Even better. I could come home with a manicure and a tan. That'd be good. Right?
1: Uh, but yeah, so we brought it up. We talk about it all the time. Great state, uh, Arizona, uh, to travel. I'm picking up a place um, in Flagstaff. I'm doing the paperwork on that one this week at a, a townhouse up there. And those are about a half million dollars for everything up in Flag to kind of get your your foot in the door, but really less than two hours away. It snows in the winter. It's nice and cool in the summer. Kind of got that almost Colorado kind of feel to small town, lots of breweries, um, college town, but, um, it's not all college kids anymore. Uh, so pretty excited about that. But, uh, you will see Arizona's getting those kind of cabins. I know when you're in Chicago, we call them cottages outside the city. Uh, I know you guys have been looking stuff over there, but you do the whole summer in California, so I don't know why you need anything.
2: Yeah, no, we actually were, <laughs> we we're hitting up the guy that owns the house out there. Like, if you ever sell it, like, please call us first. We'll try to figure it out. I'll get ten of my friends, and we'll put it down. Payment <laughs> yeah, <together. laughs> there you go, pretty much. Um,
1: I'll buy into that. I'll be one of ten. Yeah, I'll take uh, October. I don't care. Make yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a time shot, but we are seeing some timeshare homes here.
2: Yeah, it's even people trying to buy in on vacation rentals and stuff like that, Um, you know, even for for investments. But no, same thing with, you know, if you start looking at some of the yachts out in Newport, you know, you're like, oh, you can buy this. Um, You can kind of see that, hey, for 400 grand, you can buy, you know, 25% of, uh, of uh, of this yacht. So interesting to see that kind of stuff start happening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast. The official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate, located in Old Town, Scottsdale, Arizona. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. Follow the show on Instagram or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have questions for Joe and Dave, feel free to write in to luxloungepod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We may talk about your question on the show. If you would like to learn more about Urban Lux real estate, please visit our website, urbanluxre.com, for more information. This podcast was produced by T Door Productions. Intro music by Doug Maxwell, outro music by Track Tribe.